0: What's up, everybody? This is your girl, author Monique Dual, and welcome to the 89th episode. Wow, of having a moment with Moni here on the award-winning HOD Radio Network streaming all the way from Benin, Nigeria. Hey family, hey, 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 listen, I pray that all is well with you, that you've had a productive week, that something transpired that made you see the greatness in you, made you believe in the greatness in God, and made you want to live another day. Hey, how about that? And that Amen. Listen, uh, I love y'all. Thank y'all for your love and support as we climb to the hundredth episode and beyond. I love it. Uh, I am overwhelmed with joy and gratitude, as always, because I don't take lightly that people take the time out of their day their hour out of their day to listen to me uh my shows are an hour, you guys, even though the counter says otherwise because this is an m p three format don't you know don't don't get um too excited when you see it it says one fifty four whatever it is it's actually an hour, and it's okay uh thank y'all. For everybody who prays and sends emails and uh, inboxes and show me love and and uh, send feedback and all that kind of stuff. Thank you, because I, I, I'm i serious, y'all. I love people. I'm a people person. I love what I do. I truly have a servant's heart and I am grateful for all of the opportunities that God has given me thus far. This has been a phenomenal year, y'all. We are in September. Do you remember? mm mm-hmm. Okay, we are in September and September is rolling right along and uh, August went out with a bang. If you know, you know, if you listen to last week's episode, if you know, you know, Uh, made it through uh, my birthday. So I'm grateful for that. Uh, I want to shout out Dr. Um, Oh my God. I got mom brain this morning. Y'all. I want to shout out Pastor Shirley Woodward from Straight No Chaser. Uh, radio talk show who uh, interviewed me on uh, Wednesday, I believe it was, and we had a phenomenal time. We talked about uh, the caregiver role and uh, God showed up as always and did what he does. And so we're grateful for that. Uh, Y'all go on over to her Facebook page to catch the replay and uh, check that interview out. It was very, very good. We had not talked or met prior to the recording of, um, prior to the recording of the show, but it was phenomenal. God always listen. where God, where God sends you. He always shows up. He shows up and he does what needs to be done if we surrender to him. And so it has been phenomenal, uh, it's been a phenomenal year thus far and it ain't over it ain't over yet it ain't over yet y'all we still got we we, it's football season and don't start it (laughs) it's football season you already know and so uh everybody's excited about football season and all those kinds of things and uh You know, a lot of us are diehard fans and we love the camaraderie and things like that. But please be safe, you guys. It's not worth anybody getting hurt over or killed over and all this other kind of stuff. These people don't know you, don't know you exist, ain't gonna come to your funeral, God forbid, ain't gonna pay for no medical bills if you get your butt whooped and all that. So please, y'all. Please, ma'ams and please, sirs, govern yourselves accordingly this football season. All right. Don't bet your rent money and all that kind of stuff on these games, because as you can see, they can go either way. Mahomes lost his first game (laughs) to the (laughs) to the Lions. okay, by one point. So that goes to show you things can change and shift at any given moment. So thank you, uh, Pastor uh, Cheryl Woodward, for the caregivers in action interview. Um, I thoroughly appreciate it. It's always an honor to uh, be a part of a movement of God where God is being glorified and uh, the truth is being told. And we could be transparent and tell you uh, without judgment what life is like for us and um, you don't look at us like we cross eyed or crazy. So um, listen, y'all, for real, this week was great. Uh, It was busy, of course, but it was very beneficial. I started uh, about a week ago spending one hour deliberately, one hour with God, praying in the spirit, one hour. I I come, you know, I come into my quiet space and shut everybody else out. My phone is on. Do not disturb. I turn on my worship music and I, you know, soak and I prayed in the spirit. I'm seven days in. And can I tell y'all from the first moment to now, I'm still in awe of God. You ever been in a position where you start moving in an area that you did not think that you were capable of moving in or God revealed something to you about you that you were like who me yeah it's been like that and uh it is so beneficial as believers that we spend time in the person that we believe in it's no point How are you going to say you're in a relationship with God and you don't spend time with him? You don't read his word to find out about him. You don't inquire about him. You don't seek to know him deeper and things like that. That's what relationship is. I'm going past the surface stuff because I'm interested in who you are as a person. So I want to know the ins and outs, what makes you who you are, because I am I am in one accord with what you're doing and who you are. I want to know more about you. I want to bond deeper with you. I want to go past the surface stuff and and have that intimacy moment with you. That's what relationship is. It ain't, it ain't what you think. It ain't because you agree to go with somebody or you, you know, agree to to d- listen. Relationship is deeper than that. I relate to God and God relates to me and we relate to each other. And with the help of the Holy Spirit, we relate to you. Oh, my God. Here we go. Oh, yes, God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Here we go. (laughs) Yeah, Lord. I relate to God. God relates to me. And with the help of the Holy Spirit, I relate to you what the word says, what his prophetic word is, whatever it is he wants to tell you. I teach you or show you how to engage God. And prayer and worship and fasting, whatever it is my assignment is at that time, why? because I related to God and God related to me, and he relayed to me what it is that I need to share with you. whoa, ho oh, oh. ho, oh God, listen, relationships is deeper than uh, two people in the natural, and I'm talking the natural now. Two people getting together because they feel butterflies in their stomach and they want to make Google eyes and say sweet nothings and they want to get your, you, you want to get your toes curled and your back thrown out. Okay. A relationship is way deeper than that. <laughs> Ooh. Yeah. A relationship is way deeper, way deeper. There are components to a relationship. First of all, there's trust. You have to trust who you relate to. Well, you should. You have to you have to trust them. There's no relationship without trust. The definition of a relationship is the way in which two or more concepts, objects or people are connected, or the state of being connected. Okay. One of the other definitions is the state of being connected by blood or marriage. The way in which two or more people or groups regard and behave toward each other, oh my, see y'all y'all got to look at words <laughs> an emotional and sexual association between two people. you see all them definitions of a relationship there's more there's more more than one way to relate there's more than one way to relate to God as well in the spiritual. We are agreeing on a concept. We are agreeing that Jesus is Lord. When we are in a relationship with Christ, we are agreeing that he is Lord. His lordship rules and reigns. And there is not uh, we are not uh, debating it. We're not debating it. We're not protesting. it. It is not up for a debate. It's it is what it is. It is law. It is what we stand on. His word, his presence, his power is what we stand on. It doesn't matter what we see, what we think, what it looks like on the outside to other people or outside forces. We don't care. Because we're relating to God. We relate to him. As his creation, we relate. He relates to us. He relays his word and reveals the deep things of God. In the secret place, as we praise and worship Him, and then we in turn take that relay message. It's like running a relay race. He he come. We we go to Him. We're running. We're running a race, y'all. Just just imagine we're running around the track. He's standing down there somewhere with the with the little you know thing that you hold in your hand. okay let's say it's his word thank you holy spirit he got he has the word and the holy spirit is standing down there we got to get from where we are to where he is and then we get the word and and the the presence of the holy spirit and then we take off running towards you and you and you and you and relay what it is he's given us until we get to the finish line and where's the finish line the finish line is when we have run our course and kept the faith as they say at home going services, we have kept the faith. We've run our course. And it's time for a reward. A relationship is deeper, y'all. I need y'all to see this. A relationship is deeper than your surface stuff. It ain't, oh, I want to be your friend today, and because you don't give me what I want, and uh, I misinterpret your feelings and emotions and things like that. I'm in my own world or whatever. Now I don't want to be your friend no more. We used to do that in school. I'm not your friend no more. Why? Because we didn't get our way. It's either because a, we did not get our way or two, they did something that was not conducive for a relationship or a friendship. And so we had to part ways. Oh God. Yeah. 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 So in this season, as you relate to God, there's going to be some moments and some things and some people that you're not going to be, that, that you're just not going to relate to no more. You're gonna have to do you gonna have to walk along. You're gonna have to take your backpack, David Banner, and walk down the highway and keep it pushing. Because they don't they don't have what is required for you to successfully relate to them. They're not promoting the agenda and the assignment that God has for your life. They're doing the exact opposite. They're trying to figure out how to get you off of your assignment get you away from your assignment and what and what god wants you to do they want the old you they don't want the new regenerated you uh-oh watch out somebody they they they're they're, they're like okay cool you want to follow christ good you go you go ahead i'm gonna stay over here they're like i'm over here and this is where i am and then you are over there on the lower side going and this is where i am Somebody's got to budge because the word says, how can two walk except they be agreed? So either you're agreeing with them in their mess. uh Oh, or they're agreeing with you, the God in you in their mess. And they are trying to change and transform by the renewing of their mind as they see the word in action relayed through you relationship. Oh, yeah, this is good here. Thank you, Holy Spirit relationship. It ain't always about what you're going to get out of a relationship. That's not what makes a relationship a relationship. uh, What makes a relationship is the mere fact that, you know, that at any given moment, the exchange that you have will be beneficial in some way, not for ill gotten gain, but for the betterment of you. Oh, my. You thinking about that that relationship you in, ain't you? (laughs) You thinking about that marriage, that impending marriage or the marriage that you are in right now? Think about it. What is the state of your relationship? Not just with other people, but with yourself. How, how, do you know how to relate to yourself? Are you in touch with your feelings and your emotions and you know how to properly manage them when they come? Do you misinterpret people's signals because you still got trauma and stuff that you won't deal with? I, I posted something the other day on Facebook that said we have to go to therapy because we've dealt with people who refuse to go to therapy. We're in therapy because the people who were supposed to go to therapy didn't. Do you know how to successfully communicate your wants and needs and desires, not just to God, but out here? Do you know how to talk to your boss and supervisor or or your potential boss or supervisor? when you go for a job interview to relay what your salary requirements are. Not in a passive way, but in a confident way, because you know what you bring to the table, do you know how to relate to someone who wants to pursue you and say no these are these are my requirements. these are my standards. these are my godly standards, either you in or you're out but we but we don't do that a lot of times, folks. we don't one by one, we pick off our moralists. One by one We just let stuff slide We just let people do stuff Until we are We in full blown Compromise And then we get mad at God They showed you Who they were From the get go People show you Who they are In conversation They show you Who they are By the people They hang around They show you uh, Who they are By the things That they accept In their lives The way they live The way they dress The food they eat They show you Who they are Or should I say We show you Who we are And in like manner in God's word he has already shown you exactly who he is oh God oh God oh God oh God listen (laughs) God has already showed you who he is without you even seeing who he is in your life he's already shown you who he is not who he was who he is what he has done what he is capable of doing and what he's still doing today That book is 2,023 years old and counting, and he still speaks from eternity. How do you relate to God? Do you have a relationship? A relate sonship. Okay. Oh, God, I love it. Oh, a relate sonship with him. Oh, my God. God doesn't want us. Listen, I'd rather be called a son of God. OK. Then be. Listen, sonship is everything. Sonship, friendship is everything. There's a difference between me having a servant in my house who serves me versus someone that I call my friend. You have to put people in their proper place in your life and stop over exaggerating the roles of these people in your life. If you're going to give somebody that much freedom in your life, it should be God. If you're gonna give somebody that much free reign and power in your life, it should be nobody else but Jesus. We gotta stop a lot of people to pick us apart. Because the enemy does it so cunningly. He starts with one small thing, and before you know it, it has gone and blown up into this big old thing and you just all over the place. You don't even know who you are no more. You don't even know what you stand for anymore. You let him sow seeds of discord in your life through the people that you love in the bloodline, because you're looking for acceptance or validation. Can I help you out? We've already been validated and accepted in Christ. He died for us. We've already been validated. We have been. uh the word says that before he, before I was formed in my mother's womb, He knew me and sanctified me. Hmm. <laughs> He already knew you, called you and sanctified you to be a prophet to the nations. All of us prophesy at some point. Even though some of us walk in the office of a prophet, all of us tell all of us reveal the mysteries of God to somebody. At one point, a time in our lives or another, so God has already validated us. We're not. Listen, you're not a parking sticker. Oh, God, you don't (laughs) you don't need man's stamp of validation for what? The word says only what you do for Christ will last. And I know it's easier said than done. Y'all, I'm serious. I know it's easier said than done, but I'm learning. I have learned the heart's way. All of this confidence you placed in this flaw of flesh is going to come back to bite you in the butt. I know we want to think the best of people. We want to give them the best that we got. Anita Baker. Yeah, I know you want to give them the best that you got. But you can't give them the best that you got if you haven't consulted the person who has the best for you. (laughs) <laughs> How are you going to give somebody the best that you got when you didn't get it from the one who created you to get it? If you don't seek God and and seek for healing, inner healing and deliverance, you can't give nobody the best of nothing because you don't have it. I told y'all before, you can't pour from an empty cup. What, what, what you you giving people films and dust? There's nothing concrete to work with. A relationship that's not built on on trust and 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 um sound foundation is surely going to crumble and fall. You have nothing to agree on. You don't meet at the mines anywhere. You don't know where you stand on nothing. How do you relate to God? In a relate sonship. How do you relate to how do you relate? How do you relate to yourself? Are you doing the work that is necessary? Are you talking about and dealing with the hard places in your life? The stuff that you know about. I'm not talking about stuff you don't know about, because the Lord will reveal it to you. And let me tell y'all something. What he do, y'all, don't be sitting up there talking about uh-uh, that's don't don't do that. You don't, you don't, you don't do that to a king. You don't debate a king. You get beheaded for that. God tells you what is inside of you. It's there. Get over it. Deal with it. Repent. Live on. We know that we're nasty and cantankerous and all those kinds of things. We are we you know, we we're. We're motive driven, agenda driven. We trying to do what's best for us at any given moment, all day, every day, even though we swear that we are pursuing the purpose and the plan God has for us. But at the end of the day, we're more concerned and consumed about our comfort level. It's all about us in the back of our minds. And guess what? God hears that. He sees it. You don't get to hide from God. You can't hide and run from God. That don't work like that. He knows the intent of your heart. He knows well past what you're saying to somebody at this moment because you're trying to get somewhere or obtain a a person, place or a thing. He knows the, the, you know, the 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 game you're running or trying to be not deceived. Ladies and gentlemen, God will not be mocked. God is not mocked. And so the things that we do, we got to be mindful of it because how we relate to each other down here determines where we're going. It determines everything. If we don't know how to relate, we're just leaving carnage everywhere. We're hurting people. We're leaving carnage everywhere. We're leaving people hurt and confused and broken because we are, because we're not relating in sonship to God first. I spent the last almost seven days now in the presence of God for one whole hour. No phone, no TV, no none of that. I, I, you know, I, I mean, outside of playing my, you know, soaking worship music and things of that nature, everybody blocked out. I let them know. Listen, when I go and close this door from one thirty to two thirty. In the afternoon, I see y'all afterwards. I tell I've told people this week, with the exception of an emergency situation that I had, I am not available from one thirty to two thirty. Until God says so, not till Monique says so. it's not about it's not about what i (laughs) listen when you i told y'all when you give god a real yes it's not about what you don't want to do anymore you've given up your right to orchestrate and control which you're not controlling your own life anyway truth be told but let's move on if god leads you to do a thing you better you better do it right then and there and you better listen stop drop and roll some of us need to do that anyway and the places and the spaces we've gotten ourselves in, you need to stop, drop. Oh, God, help me today. I don't want to say that like that. Stop, drop, and roll, roll out. Nah, this ain't benefit me no more, fam. I appreciate you and all that, but this is not the direction God wants me to go in. No hard feelings. I love you, but I got to do this. No explanation. No explanation. Y'all, it hurt me to my core when when somebody said to me, uh, and I talked about this uh, about 12 shows ago, that, that somebody inboxed me one day and said, uh, you haven't seen me on your timeline because I don't want to be friends with you anymore. First of all, um, what did I do to you? <laughs> I did nothing, y'all. We didn't have an argument or any of that kind of stuff. She said nothing. I just don't want to be friends anymore. Okay. And I released her. And that same person and it's now trying to come back. You see my point. <laughs> Listen release them it hurt because I, I i knew that i hadn't done anything wrong i'm looking for some sort of explanation some sort of closure listen people's exit out of your life is closure what do, what, what do you mean closure we need to we need to change the verbiage that we use you don't need closure when somebody leaves their out by that is your closure don't listen this is what you don't do listen to monique Don't sit there and start looking on the inside of you talking about, oh, my God, I fell somewhere and all that. kind. No, 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 no. Now, if God reveals that you did something wrong, then, yes, go to him with it and repent. Don't sit there and pick your brain apart over a human flaw of flesh that decided that, you know, they that they had that that their time was up in your life and that they wanted to move on. Let them go. Apparently, she got what she wanted from me, which was an appearance on her show and all that kind of stuff. She got plenty of of support from me and things of that nature. But her time in my life came to an end. Did I welcome her back? Absolutely not. Mm -mm. Because it was the manner in which she did it. It wasn't a conversation or anything like that. You, you just decided that you was just going to roll out and be funny and didn't want to tell me in my inbox that you did like I didn't know that you did because I pay attention to my timeline. Everybody who's on my timeline, on my social media pages, God placed there for one reason or another. Everybody don't don't have access to me. This is the thing about relationship. Everybody should not have access to you in, in your relationship with God or in your relationships with other people. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Be careful who you allow in the midst of your relation in your relationship. Whether it's business, whether it's especially business and ministry, family, of course, and with God. You gotta, yes, you have to be that vigilant. And diligent, you got to pay attention. Stop being so distracted by these phones and social media and pay attention to what's happening around you. God is always speaking, but we're not always in a position to hear him or listen because we're chasing after something. And most of the time it ain't got nothing to do with God and his glory or his righteousness. We're chasing after what feels good to us, what looks good to us, what's gonna make us feel important and special and all that kind of stuff, what's gonna, you know, get get us the bag, if you will, and all of that. But what is the state of your relationship with God? Y'all, I got drunk. Listen, that water was so good. Thank you, God. Y'all know y'all heard the ice cry. (laughs) No, but seriously. What is it on the inside of you that tells you that you have to go to the ends of the earth for somebody who don't mean you no good? And you knew it from the beginning. The signs were all there. We just chose to turn a blind eye. We want to turn people red flags into green ones. Guess what? Only Jesus has the power to do that. We can't even turn water into wine. We can't even make water. We can't create water. We can't even create our own air. So what makes you think you can? Okay, you can love somebody. (sighs) All you want to. You don't have the power to transform anybody. The word says that some plant some water, but it is God. It is God. It is God who gives the increase. (laughs) So that means that you ain't even at the. Listen, you started, but you don't finish it. Oh, why? Because God is the alpha and the omega. Oh, my. He is the author and the finisher of your faith. He is the first and the last. Oh, woo. You ain't got it. You ain't got it, little buddy. (laughs) And that's a good thing. You know how much responsibility. Think about how much responsibility it is for God to be God in our lives. God has made himself responsible as the landlord and the keeper of our souls and our relationship with him. He has made himself the propitiation, if you will, as the word says, for us. He bowed about it. 24-7, 365, God has bowed about it concerning us. How dare we not give him our lives? How dare we be disobedient? We're breathing his air. We're on his planet. We're breathing his air. How dare you be disrespectful to a king in the king's court, in the king's lair? How dare you not render unto God what you know is God's? How dare you? I don't care where you at or what you're doing. You hear me? I don't care where you at or what you're doing, who you're doing it with, how many times you do it. You better get right with God. And relays sonship to him. That's what he wants. He wants a relationship. God is not God ain't a seven eleven. God ain't a seven eleven, a magician or a genie. He's deliberately. He's deliberate and calculated concerning you. His word is clear about his position, his position concerning you. He has a plan for your life. He wants to bring you to an expected end. He has given us, and I say this all the time because it's my favorite verse. He has given us everything that pertains to life and godliness in Christ Jesus. That simply means this, wherever you are in your life right now, God has already given you the tools and the wherewithal to get through that place. Children of the most high God. Body of Christ, sons and daughters of God, he has already given it to you. We're in poverty because we don't use what we have. It's not about waiting for the money to show up or waiting for this to show, waiting for that to show up. We're what do you have right now? take inventory of life what do you have on the inside of you spiritually mentally emotionally that will make room for you and bring you before great men the other things will come seek ye first the kingdom of god and his righteousness and all these things shall a, shall it shall be added unto you that's a done deal when i first started this ability y'all i had 0 dollars and 0 cents i testified about this before I was like, "God, how am I supposed to start something with nothing?" He was like, "What? <laughs> what you mean you got nothing? You got plenty. I have endowed you with my Holy Spirit. You have a testimony and a story to tell. You have loads of wisdom because I have given it to you liberally. You are loaded with wisdom from your life's experiences. Tell the people. Tell them. Tell them the truth about what it means to be a caregiver tell them the truth about what it what it was like to be divorced tell them the, tell them the truth about your trauma you got plenty and listen as i went the doors and the windows and the doors and the windows and the cars and the, <laughs> the all of that Things begin to open in massive amounts this year. It's not even; it's the September is not even over yet, you guys. And all year long, we have gone everywhere, either virtually or in person. Mo- majority of it has been virtually. I've gone to several countries virtually. Matter of fact, this week alone. I got two calls, one from London and one from St. Lucia in the Caribbean. God does stuff like that. Okay. That's a huge deal for me. I'm sitting there schmoozing, if you will, with parents and caregivers in London and in St. Lucia. Come on. They sought me out. To ask me for guidance on some things and to ask me to pray for them. Who am I to say, well, which you are all way out there. Do you mean to tell me I'm the only person you can think about the call? This is what we do. We miss our God moments because we're stupid. You think I was going to say something like that? Absolutely not. Every time God places you somewhere, you better count it all joy and be grateful because he could have called and used anybody else. The mere fact that they called all the way from across the borders and the waters to ask me questions. Little old me. Come on. Why? Because of my relationship with God. I used what I had where I was and the rest literally fell in place. What am I saying to y'all? Monique is saying to y'all, just do it just do it get your relationship right with god and do that thing i'm telling you it's easier to be obedient to the this- Then to be disobedient. Don't you know that? Think about it. When you were disobedient in school, you got punished at school. You got punished at home. You probably got a whooping. You got stuff taken away from you. You did all of that for that one act that wasn't even worth it. Versus just doing what the teacher told you to. Your school day went better. And then you got home and got your cotton candy and your ice cream trucks and all that kind of stuff. And you got to go outside to play with your friends and all that until you were sweaty, until you conked out. And your mama gave you a nice bath and, and gave you dinner. And you went to bed to do it all over again. Be obedient to God it's, it's worth it. Disobedience ain't worth it, y'all. It's just not. At the time, it, it seems like a great idea because we feel like our back is against the wall and we don't have no choice. Let me tell you something. We always have a choice. Every single day we are given choices. We always have a choice. There's no such thing as I have no choice. When you say I have no choice, you feel like you're helpless at that point. That means that when we say we don't have no choice, that means that the options that we wanted, we don't have. And and usually it's because we've done something that we should not have done. That put us in that position. Every now and then life happens to us. But for the most part, we have no choice because we chose the wrong choice to begin with. Uh Uh-oh. We made the wrong decision to begin with. We didn't consult God. We certainly didn't use wisdom, which comes from God. You see where I'm going? We're going right back to God. We don't have wisdom without God. We're not smart enough. The liquor stores is proof of that, the cigarette factories is proof of that. Uh oh. The nutritionists and the obesity clinics and all that is proof of that. We're not we don't have wisdom. We don't make the right decisions all the time. We, we, we do stupid stuff and then we expect God to come up the rear to sweep up our mess when we deliberately went in full well knowing that it wasn't going to that it wasn't right and it wasn't beneficial Nah, but we're going full steam ahead because we're trying, we, we trying to, you know, we trying to get the bag. We're trying to pursue life and liberty. You know, we're trying to pursue the pursuit of happiness, if you will. We don't even know what happiness is anymore. Real happiness and real joy on the inside. It's not stuff, y'all. This stuff can burn to the ground. A tornado could come. A hurricane could come. Excuse me. A whole flood could come and wipe us out and wipe this stuff out. So, does that mean your joy will end? Your happiness will end. You won't love life anymore because you ain't you ain't got your 75-inch TV no more. You ain't got your, your three-bedroom condo in the Hamptons no more. If your significance is tied to those things, you're already in trouble. Those are, material things are just that. They're material things. <laughs> material. Only what you do for Christ will last. God wants us to have nice things. Don't get me wrong, He does. But it's the posture of your heart and the condition of your soul that He's more concerned with than these things. They will be added to you because you're mature enough to handle them. God knows goodness will not to give a 21 year old $50 million who is immature. He knows not to give a 25 year old $10,000 whose credit is tore up because they keep getting credit card, credit card after credit card after credit card trying to live the fast life. God has wisdom. He's smarter than a fifth grader, y'all. He knows what you need. You have to do the work. Do the work. Do the internal work. Allow the Holy Spirit to do the internal work so that you can relate to God he can relay his word in you with the help of the Holy Spirit then you can then bring it to us and we can all go up together amen amen listen hey I got to go I love y'all I do follow me all over social media I am Monique Duel just about everywhere except, um uh, Instagram. i Miss D Rain, M S D E E R E I G N. Check out my link tree, l I N K T R dot E E slash Monique D U E L L for all things Monique Duel. The merch store is up there. Visibility merch store is up there. We got tumblers, hats, t-shirts, hoodies. It's hoodie season. Boop, boop, boop. Ho- hoodie season. Boop, boop, boop. We got, we got all kinds of goodies up there. The links to all of my books are on there. If you have not read Grief is a Gangster, uh, you haven't bought Jeremiah the Jackrabbit for your children, Caregiver CPR for all of my caregivers and parents and guardians out there. Y'all go check those books out. They will bless your life immensely as it has blessed mine. Listen, I don't write. I don't just write because God gives me the words to write for y'all. It's to me first. My book ministry is to me first. Amen. All right. And listen, y'all drop me a line. I do answer all of my inboxes. Y'all don't come in my inbox all crazy. And don't do stuff like just say, hey, that doesn't listen. I need y'all to have a conversation. You know, you just say, hey, like you expect me to just say, hey. I'm going to say hi. How may I help you? (laughs) Is there something I can help you with? Or whatever. Don't don't do though Don't do that. Y'all that grinds my gears. Just saying, hey, say introduce yourself or something or whatever. And then and then have a conversation. Because our time is valuable. Listen, I pay for my time just like you do. I pay for my time when I'm away from my kids or whatever. And doing what God has called me to do, you pay for your time. You know, when you go travel and do whatever our time costs us, whether you want it, believe it or not, it costs us. It costs us money. It costs us energy. It costs us spiritual, mental fortitude. Respect each other's time. OK, don't come to my inbox all crazy with all these links and stuff. I'm not going to click on them when I don't know you. And you have not introduced yourself properly to me. And please, y'all, don't call me on Facebook Messenger and all that eleven, twelve, one o'clock in the morning. Yeah, it happens. I know. We got we got 24 hours in a day. You got all day to reach out to me about a book or a project or something like that. Please respect each other. Can we do that? Can we do that, y'all? Cause I don't want to talk to y'all about, about books at at, at midnight at 11 and one in the morning. I, I, I don't look, can I be honest? If you need prayer, then fine. Yes. Do that. If you, if you need prayer, but all of that other stuff, it can wait. We got to be respectful y'all. Okay. I love y'all. Thank you for your love and support and all of that kind of stuff. Um, I have a couple of events coming up. And once we're solidified, of course, I will bring that information to you so that you could come holler at your girl in my respective place, because this ability is still on the move. Yes, sir. Yes, man. We are still on the move. And before we go, if you don't know Jesus and the partner of your sins, y'all know I'm not going to forget it. <laughs> hey, that's what this is all about. If you don't know the Jesus that I just talked to you about and relate sonship, he wants you. This is your moment. This is your moment. This is your hour. This is your day. If you want to be saved, it's simple. We don't do all this over-talking, over-analyzing. The first step is to repent and mean it. God, I'm sorry. I screwed up. I'm still screwing up. I don't even know what to do. I don't even know where I'm supposed to go. All I know is that I need you in my life. God, I believe that you are Jesus Christ the Lord, that you died for my sins was buried and was and was wrote oh god risen from the dead on the third day lord jesus get my mouth together thank you lord father i need you to be my lord and savior simple as that the bible says whosoever shall call upon the name of the lord shall be saved you call upon the name of the lord repent and mean it. you shall be saved simple as that And if you have done that, congratulations and welcome to the body of Christ. We are cheering and screaming and all that. The angels are having a show enough party. The heavenly host of God is pleased. If you listen and after you've done that. Shop for a church home. Notice I said shop. Don't just join the first one you go to. Make sure that they're teaching the inerrant word of God and say it with me for all of my hammers out there. Don't just join the church because your mama Pookie and them and Shay Shay and Ray Ray go there. That may not be where God wants you to be planted. Ask the Holy Spirit, where should you be planted and then plant your butt there. And then when you do that, don't just join a ministry and all that kind of stuff because you're so excited and overzealous. Ask the Lord where you should be because he may want you to sit for a minute and get acclimated in him and get healed and delivered from some things. So you don't bleed on anybody. You don't come to Christ and then all of a sudden you're transformed and you're ready to go prophesy to the nations. That's not how this process works. Everything is a process. And as you process, you progress. Don't just jump yourself out there because the enemy knows you ain't ready and he will beat your behind. You thinking you going out there? I will go in Jesus name. Uh huh. God be like, I didn't send you out there. What you doing there? <laughs> God has mercy, but every now and then he going to let us learn the hard way. You ain't ready. Let the Lord prepare you. Your posture should be Lord prepare me now that I have come to you. Just as I am, God, clean me up and prepare me for what you have told me that I was going to do. Help me, Holy Ghost. And if you don't. If you don't um, know the person of the Holy Spirit and you never had an experience with him, ask him to fill you. Fill you with the Holy Spirit and he will with the evidence of speaking in tongues now understand you're gonna babble like a baby like just like a infant would who starts to coo you're gonna say syllable that's not gonna make sense to you don't post to you're talking spirit to spirit to god you're talking spirit to spirit you are talking spirit to spirit to, to god you're gonna babble you know you're gonna you're gonna babble with syllables la 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 ba ba whatever God gives you to say until you become more frequent in tongues. The more time you spend with him in prayer and fellowship and Bible study and fasting, your tongues will change. They will become more mature. Okay, and what that sounds like to you, I know not. I know y'all thought I was going to do it right. (laughs) No. Engage God, allow him to love on you you've let everybody else use you take advantage of you leave you in the dust leave you for dead mistreat you and some old stuff let God arise and every enemy in your life be scattered God wants a relationship with you okay and my inbox is always open if you need prayer have any questions concerns comments y'all all I say is respect my time okay And put some respect on the Holy Spirit's name. Thank you, Holy Spirit. I say that too. Put some respect on his name. He is not an it. He is a person. He is one. He is the third. He is one of the three Trinity members in the Godhead. He is a person. You don't catch the Holy Spirit like he's a cold or a virus. You are filled with him. He is a person. A whole person. Okay. Engage him. Allow him to fill you and to get the trash out your life. You'll be the better for it. I promise that you will. Is it going to be easy? No, because we're human and we want what we want, when we want it, how we want it. It ain't going to feel good, but it's going to be good because it's for your good and God's glory. Amen. All right. So let us pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you. We give you glory, honor and praise. Lord God, we thank you for hard radio network. Pastor Daniel, we thank you for having a moment with money radio show and podcast father that streams all across the waters and the borders. Father, I thank you for those who will come to Christ as a result of this broadcast. Lord God, this is not just a show. God, this is a ministry and we thank you for it. We thank you for the souls oh God to everyone who listens and tunes in. Father, bless them. Lord, they all are in need of something from you father your word declares that you will provide for us according to your riches and glory your word declares that we will be healed because healing is the children's bread and with your stripes we are healed father you said that if we lack wisdom let us ask because you give it to us liberally so we thank you now for wisdom and decision making we thank you for your relay sonship father you want us to be sons of you you don't just want us to be mere servants You want us to relate to you so that you can relate to us. Thank you for it now, God. Bless everyone under the sound of my voice, Lord God. Thank you, Lord, that somebody's heart has been changed. Thank you that somebody's mind has been changed. Thank you that somebody's soul has been changed. That they've been challenged, even even pricked even, to change, evoked to change. We thank you for it now, Lord God, and we give you glory, honor, praise because you are so wonderful. God, you are so awesome. You're so amazing. You're so phenomenal. We thank you for being the king of kings and the Lord of lords. Without you, we are nothing because you are the vine and we are the branches. We are nothing without you, God, but we can do all things through you who strengthen us. Father, continue to take us through our week. Father. As we forge ahead in September, Lord God, this is a supernatural September. Yeah, God. Thank you, Lord. I I thank you for that word you gave me at the beginning of September. This is a supernatural September, Lord God. Oh, God, I feel you. Yes, Lord. Hallelujah. Oh, thank you. Mm, 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 mm. Hey, hey, hey. Thank you, Lord, for supernatural September. Things that you're super to our natural. Oh, God. Miracle signs and wonders. Yes. To those that believe. Father, we thank you that you will do for us what no other power will do and can do. There's nobody like you. We love you, Lord, and we honor you in Jesus name. Amen and amen. Listen, you guys have a great week and the rest of your weekend. Until next week, thank you for tuning in to having a moment with morning radio show here on the award winning hot radio network. And I'm gone.